1: All right, welcome into the Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. I'm Jim Day. Thanks for hanging out with us. A week from tomorrow, it will be opening day in Cincinnati. Can't wait for that. Limited fans in the stands, but fans in the stands, nonetheless. Coming up later in the show, we'll be live with Tommy Thrall and Chris Welsh. But right now, we have a treat. We're going to bring in sonny gray from arizona starting pitcher for your cincinnati red sonny how you doing
2: what's up jimmy i'm no. doing good man can't complain
1: good good uh you had a uh bullpen session which i was able to actually watch on video which uh really? is the new norm yeah <laughs> I was able to check you out uh i missed the camera i didn't see it over there today <laughs> yeah they got a little secret camera over there so you got to watch you know Gotta watch what you do, even though you're you're all business out there. Um, you had a setback here in spring training. Can you update the fans of what the the exact injury was or is? Um, just uh, so I've got this issue, basically with with the right side of
2: like in my my back, kind of in in my mid middle of my back, that it just kind of like locks up locks up on on at certain times. Um, That's just probably as in depth as as i'll go but it's it's nothing crazy I, i've thrown a couple bullpens and um i think it's just a build-up process so i'm just kind of think about it so i got one bullpen two bullpens and you have a live bp and then you got a inning two innings and, and then you kind of go from there um so yeah i mean I'm, I'm, I'm doing fine with it there for a little while honestly for about a week it was a real struggle just like you know just like mentally it's just tough anytime you go through any type of any type of setback or any type of uh, major or minor what it doesn't matter what but whenever you know it's your it's whenever like your voice going out you can't do and you know, it's just kind of like it's just a it's a little bit of a downer so I went through a little bit of a week where I'm kind of like man this is like it's really tough like it's just tough because you just feel like you can't really do anything you don't really you don't really have much going on so it's just kind of it's just it's just a bummer it's just a big bummer honestly so um, what I'm trying to get, get through that and get back into like, you know, being able to, to actively do stuff again. And like today throwing, throwing is fun. Like I enjoy throwing. It's one of the, one of my most enjoyable things that I, that I do. Uh, so it, it's, it's been better, but it, it was tough there for a little while. I'm not going to lie, but I, I think, I don't think going through any type of setback or injury is all is easy and and it's minor or not like, you know, missing a week or missing two weeks or. Whatever, it's it's never easy.
1: It didn't look like you were throwing max effort. Uh, am I correct? I'm assuming that again. I'm watching through video, and is that part of the plan where you're kind of ramping up to letting it go full go on down the road? I'm not
2: sure. I mean, I'm just trying to feel good to be honest. Um, maybe my routine may change a little, honestly. It may, I may have to, and, I, and that's been part of that's been a when you sit back and you're not been able to physically do stuff for just a little bit. Um, routine may change as far as the lead up and build up into a game it it, it may it may change a little bit um you know but that's okay uh just kind of trying to figure out what works and how to get back on the field as as soon as possible so uh i did i did like an up down today so i threw a set of so with it like because with what i got going on it's not necessarily like doing something once is 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 fine. So like if you say like okay I can go out there and throw 20 go out there and throw a 20 pitch bullpen like okay that's cool like easy go out there and throw 20 pitch bullpen and then sit down for 5 or 8 minutes and then get back up and do it again and then sit down for 5 or 8 minutes and then get back up and do it again and that's kind of that's been my that's that was the issue going into it. The first set is great, but then when you get back, then then you then it starts to get you know then your your range and your moment your movement starts to get tighter and it starts to get tighter and it starts to grab a little more and it starts to grab a little more so uh trying to find the right process and the right build up and 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 trying to find um, like in between innings trying to simulate in between innings and and trying to have like sure and create a different routine to where like okay like this is basically i'm just gonna have to gonna have to keep moving gonna have to keep doing something um so we're trying to like trying to trying to it's what we've been doing today mm-hmm. is, is what we did and i think so probably friday i guess i'll throw to hitters and then um and then and then go from there like i said still um i mean clearly i'm gonna i'm not gonna be there right away but it, i don't think i'll be too far behind
1: if you throw live bp on friday and then you work yourself into a, a game a b game or whatever it is for an inning uh and everything goes well do you have a timetable mapped out of when we might see you in cincinnati
2: uh in my head and in and we've discussed it up with the with the the, the, some of the coaches and stuff um we've yeah it's not it's not too long it's not too far behind um it it definitely won't be that first homestand unfortunately um but but it won't be too far you know in the in best best case it won't be too far too far behind that um but that that's that's okay um i, I you know and that's another thing you know another reason you struggle because you're like man like you know the, you do this and this is so, but you know it, it what it's what are you gonna do you know sometimes just what are you gonna do you can only do what you can do sometimes um but yeah it definitely will not be the first home stand um but hopefully, hopefully, you know, at some point after that.
1: Well, better now than the middle of the season. We'll look on the bright side of this one. We've got more to talk to, talk about with Sonny Gray. We're going to talk about this Reds team in 2021 and maybe some other teammates. Stay with us. You're listening to the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF here on the Reds Radio Network. We're back on the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. I'm Jim Day. Let's continue our conversation with Sonny Gray you know last year you guys had a lot of expectations uh, and this year for whatever reason uh, be, because you know a few guys aren't on the roster that you don't have as high of expectations for this team but uh, you seem to be everyone seems to be equally excited you still got a pretty good group and a very winnable division is that how you see it as well yeah I think so I mean maybe the buzz and the and,
2: and all that is you know maybe that can be a good thing maybe that can maybe you can use that to your advantage maybe you know maybe you just go out you maybe you just go get to go out and do your thing and as a team we get to go out and do our thing and and don't have just a bunch of like outside out outside added pressures and just things here and there and you just get to go out and you just get to go out and play so um yeah I mean who knows who who knows how, how everything shapes out but i i definitely know that going into it we're 100 we're, we're not looking at it from from an outside outside in i mean we're we're i do think looking up we're, we're as talented and, and we've got guys who who are, who are very talented within this division um like i said do i think we could go out and and perform with the top teams in the league currently as we sit here probably not but that's a, that's okay like i said we, we don't i don't i don't think that we have to do i think we can beat them in a three-game series absolutely um but but that's that's the beauty of of this and that's the beauty of a of a baseball season is is you get to and and that's the beauty of of our team is we get to we get to like grow we get to continue to to grow together and blossom into this into this championship caliber
1: team you know i asked to talk to a lot of players and young players of who they look up to or who are, who are veterans that they seek advice and, and the, you're always mentioned amongst that group. Uh, one guy was TJ Antone. Uh, how impressive is this young man?
2: Yeah, I love him. He's, he, 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 um, he, he's, people can give him a little bit of a hard time. Cause I think he's, he's, a, he's, he's an, he's an easy one to give a hard time to, but that's only for the best. That means a lot of people like A lot of people really respect his game and a lot of people like him and he's going to be really, really, really good. Uh, My, my opinion on it. He, he, he definitely, he wants it. I mean, and that's, I mean, he wants to be great. Like he really does. He's, but he wants, he kind of does it his own little way as well. Like he wants, he's a little, he's different than your, than your just stock, stock average normal guy. Like he's, He's got a very powerful, very strong mind. He he believes in training certain ways. He does things. Um, he does a lot of things different, which is not bad. Uh, he uh, he's constantly, constantly working. And when I say different, different from everybody, does things different. I'm not saying he does. He I mean, he does it different than I do. He does it different than but I do. Everyone does their. Everyone does it their own way. But he does it. He does it a good way. He works really hard at at. Um, at at baseball he works really hard at baseball works really hard at pitching both on the on the on the numbers side he wants scouting reports he wants this he he he, he likes information but also like on the physical side he's constantly training to throw harder he's constantly learning how to spin the ball better he's constantly learning he wants to he just wants to learn in all aspects of it which is um which is cool to see he he definitely he's and he's he's got an incredible arm too but he's, he's got a good head too
1: yeah he's uh, a fun guy to talk to and and man the the future could be really bright for him as well as another young player that mentioned you is is Tyler Stevenson uh he's getting a shot as the backup catcher um you know I think we know he can swing the bat uh the development of calling games uh will be a work in progress do you think as a veteran that you can help a catcher uh in that development and how do you see his development going I
2: think you can help yes um but also i think that it's just playing you just got to play like i think there's so much personally i just think people have to play the game play to win play the game and you just learn like you you can you can only learn some like we can learn a lot through a convert you can you can learn as much as you want or uh, whatever through like a conversation and this and that but like when when i was throwing the tucker all the time and i love throwing the tucker but that comes through repetition. That comes through mm-hmm. live games in the moment, action, this and that. I know where you're at now. You know where I'm at. Oh, I remember that one moment when. Oh, it goes back. You have things to go back to. So throughout, I think he's only going to get better throughout the course of the season, and and he's 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 going to be he's got he's going to be pretty good.
1: Yeah, looking forward to his development and looking forward to seeing you back on the Great American Ballpark mound in 2021. I'm excited about this team, Sonny. Thanks for joining us, and uh, good luck the rest of the way. Is, uh getting healthy, my friend, and uh, we'll see you Alrighty. sooner than later, we hope. Yes, sir. See you, Jimmy. All right. Coming up, we'll go live to Arizona. Tommy Thraw and Chris Welsh will take you the rest of the way here on the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF on the Reds Radio Network.
3: Welcome back into the Reds Hot Stove League presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. A new split-the-pot jackpot is now available online with a rolling jackpot of over forty. Uh, excuse me, of over eighty thousand dollars. Buy tickets now at Reds5050.com, and the jackpot will continue to grow until the conclusion of the game on Opening Day, April 1st. Remember, you must be 18 or older and in the state of Ohio to purchase. Visit Reds5050. Dot com. With Chris Welsh, I'm Tommy Thrall. Glad to be with you live from Goodyear Ballpark in the Reds Hot Stove League uh, this evening and uh, getting ready for the Reds and the Rangers coming up here in Goodyear. And uh, Chris, so far, spring training certainly heating up. Only uh, not even a week left. A few days left will be... Back in Cincinnati, getting ready for opening day. Uh, In fact, we will have our last hot stove league show a week from today before opening day on Thursday.
4: You know, Tommy, I think spring training, you can break it into like three different categories. One is you show up, the pitchers, catchers show up. They get themselves into a good enough shape to throw batting practice to the players who then get themselves into baseball speed shape. And then this last third, and we're into it now, obviously only one week away, is getting ready for the season. Uh, trying to find out what your teammates are doing, uh, who can stay healthy, what your lineup might look like, what your reserve. And, of course, if you're Nick Kroll and all the rest of the decision makers are trying to figure out what that roster is going to look like, taking into consideration all the the little things like uh, options that are left over, uh, maybe bonuses that you're paying to players if you sign and they make a big league roster, all that type of stuff. So we're down to the nitty-gritty now.
3: Well, and – as you, as you look at the roster and the way things are shaping up, and, and one of the guys that, that is certainly going to be in consideration is RSTD's Aquino. Uh, this is a guy that the Reds have found out does not have an option remaining. How does that affect a guy like him when he's trying to make this club?
4: Well, I mean, it gives him an advantage uh, administratively. I mean, if you can't keep him and if you worry about maybe another team jumping on him, if you let him loose and you expose him to uh, the waiver wire – uh, but at the same time for Aquino, I mean, we've been waiting and waiting around for him to replicate what he did in August of his rookie year in 2019. Uh, he was as good as anybody in baseball for a month, and uh, we're waiting to see if that can happen again. Uh, he he provides power off the bench. He's he's got obviously a lot of long ball potential. Uh, he ought to be coming out of that on deck circle swinging the bat, not up there watching pitches. He
3: had a really good at bat that I know stood out in David Bell's mind last night at the end of the or yesterday afternoon at the end of the game. Now he was thrown out. Maybe a little reckless on the bases, trying to get an extra base going. Oh, wait a minute. That, that
4: was the last out of the ball game, and you're, you're throwing out a third base. Right. So, I mean, something's
3: got to go along with the bat. You've got to have some smarts, too. No question. We'll be back, and we've got some questions on Twitter we'll get to as the Reds Hot Stove League continues after this on the Reds Radio Network. Continuing on the Reds Hot Stove League, Presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. With Chris Welsh, I'm Tommy Thrall. Visit the Reds Hall of Fame and Museum. Presented by Dinsmore to see the Pursuit of a Dream Exhibit. Presented by African American Capital Enterprises, LLC. This inspirational exhibit explores the Negro Leagues, the integration of baseball reds baseball in the community the powerful symbolism of the big red machine as well as the contributions of african-american reds throughout the team's history plan your visit at redsmuseum.org chris a lot of uh, questions surrounding and, and and this goes back to twitter mentioned that uh we had i had asked for some questions on twitter they are flooding in and a lot of people want to know about the shortstop situation and that is, that is one where is Eugenio Suarez really going to be the red shortstop on opening day? And if so, how do you feel about it?
4: Well, uh, I feel happy that they made the move they did. But first, before we get to that, Tommy, we need to get you some Twitter followers. I mean I'm looking at your Twitter account right now you got a little over 6000 right. not bad but I mean you need to get with a guy like Jim Day or uh Suarez you know uh, that dude BP I right. mean somebody yeah. to to really put you over the hump because if you think the the questions are you know coming in now wait till you get about 60000 well I would just followers? be overwhelmed at that point Yeah well that would be okay I mean yes. you're potentially overwhelmed anyway. But, well, you're not uh, But I'll tell you who's not is Suarez. I, I think that's a good move. I think if from the first time they saw Suarez, you know, he looked like he did when the Reds traded for him from the Detroit Tigers. And he was a shortstop. He was mobile. But it's not that big a deal, really, because with the left-hander up and the shift going on, he's played shortstop about half the time anyway last sure. year, right? So the only thing the Reds really have to figure out in this new configuration, when they have Moustakas at third, And Suarez is short. Is who's going to cover that spot in shallow right field? And no one's been able to answer that on the record yet.
3: It it, it seems like when we've seen that. Arrangement. Jonathan India goes out into the outfield. They move Mustakis back near the second base position, and Suarez stays on the left side kind of near short. So if what we've seen in spring training answers the question, that would seemingly be what we've seen to this point.
4: Yeah, man, I don't think it's going to be a problem. I mean, you know, most infields now are hit first, play defense second reds are you know trying to upgrade their defense a little bit because other than tucker barnhart you know up the defense last year wasn't all that great and they need a little bit better glove work up the middle
3: and hopefully this will go a little ways in in helping to uh address that we'll wrap up the reds hot stove league ahead of the reds and the rangers It's the reds hot stove league on the reds radio network Wrapping things up on the Reds Hot Stove League with Chris Welsh. I'm Tommy Thrall. Join the Reds Heads Kids Club for only $30. You get a Reds Heads backpack, jersey, an exclusive sunny gray bobblehead tickets and more. Plus a new set of collectible Reds trading pins. Join the Reds Heads Kids Club today at reds.com slash club. Another question. Coming to us from Twitter, and uh, I like this one. Who is the most important under-the-radar player for the Reds' success this season? Who would you go with, Chris?
4: I would go with Nick Senzel. Uh, I really think it's time for Nick to step up. I think it's time for the Reds to have him in the leadoff spot. Uh, to him to stay healthy all year long and actually play with the confidence that you'd expect a number one draft pick as high up as he went in the draft come in and play with because he's got tremendous talent. I mean, when he's on his game, there are very few players in baseball more talented than he is, but he's got to be able to put it together.
3: And he's a good bat that David Bell, I think, envisions him at the top of the order that can kind of set the table. He has some good speed. He's done a nice job in the outfield. I think it's going to come down to a guy on the bench because, and, and I know this sounds a little wild but you look at teams that seem to have postseason success it seems like there's always kind of that under the radar guy on the bench that comes through in big moments that you're not necessarily relying on all year but they fit their role and they fill that role well I'm curious to see what kind of a role a guy like Max Schrock may have, and how, how how does Kyle Farmer look this year? He's made some adjustments to his swing. He's certainly versatile and can play all over the field. Uh, if Mac Schrock makes the team, I think he has a chance to, to kind of be an impact guy off the bench.
4: Well, it's hard to be an impact guy off the bench unless the guy ahead of you is injured and you're playing a lot. I mean, the bench guys win you some games late in the year, they can win you some playoff games and so on, but do they have an impact over the course of a year coming off the bench? The answer is no, unless that guy might be a reliever. And C.N.O. Perez is one guy that I think everybody who's seen pitch, left-hander, got a rocket arm, really good breaking pitch. He could be that guy that fills in and becomes very important in the mix. But uh, let's hope that the bench players we're talking about here now we don't hear them on an everyday basis. Wow,
3: you're not wrong about that and the bullpen uh, has a chance with guys like CNL Perez to be pretty exciting. We saw finally Lucas Sims pitching a game and Amir Garrett has done as good as he could do striking Woo. out all six batters Vasty. he's faced. Reds and Rangers coming up next. This has been the Reds Hot Stove League on the Reds Radio Network.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.